For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you kidding me? You are looking live. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. One week from Christmas Eve, and we got championship week, brother. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And this is Winning Cures Everything. We are rocking and rolling, heading into championship week. This is the podcast-exclusive guide to week 16. That's right. It's championship week. We got a lot to discuss. We got a lot of games going on. Um, Before we get started, winningcureseverything.com is the website. You can find everything that you need to know over there. Of course, where you need to subscribe, etc. If you are not already subscribed to the podcast, which if you're listening to this, I would imagine that you would be. But if you're not, hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and leave a nice five-star review. We would certainly appreciate that. Uh, we do a live show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We uh, we started to yesterday on Wednesday, and uh, uh, Xfinity decided to uh, crap all over me with uh, with their internet issues. So I had internet issues all day long, and we could not get the show done. But either way, we are here today. We are knocking this thing out, and, uh, and we're ready to go. So our last live Saturday show for SBR, for Sportsbook Review, is on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We will be going over the closing lines for all of the championship games, along with all of the other makeup games that will be going on that day. Uh, go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And we are confirmed for one last live show on Monday. So Monday, December 21st, 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we are going to be doing an opening bowl game guide which, you know, I think there is a bowl game on, on Monday, so that will be the first one. The Frisco Bowl was canceled on Saturday, of course, SMU having their problems. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be going over all the bowl games just very quickly, rapidly, doing a big Q&A and, and letting you guys jump in. So if you would like to join us there, just go to YouTube and search for SBR Picks, and you can subscribe to that channel. So Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern, and Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, will be our last two live shows for Sportsbook Review. Um, Chris... I want to start off this week with Mike Oresco, who is the American Athletic Conference Commissioner. He was on Paul Feinbaum late, late on Wednesday evening. And he kind of got after the College Football Playoff Selection Committee for dropping Cincinnati another spot in this rankings behind three two-loss teams. Uh, He said that the committee needs to do, quote, some soul-searching and that it is undermining its credibility with rankings that defy logic and common sense and fairness. He said, I never thought I'd say it, but if this continues, bring back the BCS and the computers because it would be a more fair system than what I'm seeing now. This is the seventh year of the CFP, and it does appear that the deck is stacked against us and other group of five teams. So Cincinnati, what he's talking about, has dropped one spot in each of the last two rankings without playing. And it, it's not like they're they're dropping to undefeated teams. They are dropping behind two lost teams. They're behind number six, Iowa State, number seven, Florida, who just lost as a 23-point favorite against your LSU Tigers, who are not having a very good season, and then against number eight, Georgia, who doesn't have a good win on the year. 
Cincinnati just sitting there undefeated, getting ready to go play in the AAC title game, just keeps getting dropped. Uh, More wins and a better resume than Ohio State. It's insane. Uh, so, so what he's talking about—that's not good enough. No. So what? So here's the here's the top ten here um, by the CFP committee. You got Bama, Dame, uh, Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, A and M, Iowa State, Florida, Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma. That's what they've got. And then they've got Indiana at eleven, Coastal Carolina at twelve. According to the BCS, because you can still simulate the BCS. We know what the formula was. We know what the numbers were. The simulated BCS would have Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State at three somehow, uh, Clemson four, A&M five, Cincinnati six, Indiana seven, Georgia eight, Iowa State nine, Coastal Carolina ten, and then they would move Florida all the way back to 11, and then USC at number 12. This is... I get where he's coming from. The BCS was still flawed, but it does seem like it would be a more fair system than what we're doing right now. Like, bring the computers back into this thing because it is obviously a biased poll. It's an invitational. My my, my issue with the computers are is garbage in, garbage out. That's just the way every computer works. They're not magic. And, um, you know, they're going to be set up to to weigh things differently. So how do we fix this? Well, we have to. So, so here's the thing. One of the big things that the computers are going to do is they're going to look at rankings, right? Yeah. They're going to look at preseason rankings. And so the way you skew that is you just preseason rank all these big schools and you never preseason rank a small school ever. That's a, that's a valid point. So So now we've, so now we've manipulated the computers before we've even turned them on. We just have to, these men have to be held. These men and women have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable for what they do, and I don't know the answer to that. You know, it's it's almost like how do you fix politics in our country? the The solution is you have to get money out of it, but yeah. I don't know how to do that, or or make it make it where it's not more profitable for certain individuals as opposed to others. I guess like with the NFL, it's very simple. But the NFL is a—I mean—it's a real playoff, and you can win your way into That's right. it. You can win you your know. way in. You get in as a wild card team and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, with with college football, and it happens, and it happens regularly. It's happened multiple times. The the only real fair way to do this would be to have all conference champions get an automatic invite, which you you don't necessarily like because we've seen some bad conference champions. But at the same time, if you win your conference championship. You kind of deserve the right to go play for a national title. Like even if you've lost several games, I, my my thinking on this has we let them play flipped. for it in the in basketball. Yeah, this is this is the thing. Anybody who says they have no right or no, you know, whatever, go call me and tell me about UNBC. Okay. Yeah, I mean they they got in and I mean they didn't win a national championship, but no. they had a shot at at glory. No, right? but they they were the most popular college basketball team. And the biggest story for 48 hours, yeah. 72 hours. And, and, it and that is huge for that school. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, and the same thing could be said for a playoff like this, right? You, you do a 16-team playoff. You do That's right. Six and everyone only and, cares about, oh, well, they can't win it. They can't win it. Did you think UNBC could win the national title that year? No. There are no. But they, we let them in. There's only a handful of teams that can win a national title in college basketball anyway. That's right. Just like in football. 
So it's yeah. But we let them in because sweet 16s matter. If you were to ever get a real 16 team playoff, like your your UCFs and your Cincinnati's would hang elite eight banners. Yes. Like they would matter to those schools. Yes, I agree. And and it would matter because it would bring a lot more eyeballs to them. It would and my god, how many times have I said this? More meaningful football is a good thing. Like yes. playoff games matter. Yes. You know? And so it, it doesn't matter what the matchup is. If it was, you know, Alabama against uh, who's number 16, Louisiana, like, no, we don't expect Louisiana to win at all. No, but, but that's why you play the games, though. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you still give them a shot. You still let David fight Goliath. Yes. Yes, you take a you take a chance. So Aresco continued on this. He uh, He said, or he took exception to Cincinnati pretty much being penalized for not playing while yep. Ohio State has not been dropped in the rankings for playing fewer than any other contender. Uh, he said, you know, the Bearcats have only missed two games. They played eight, and Ohio State has played five. The Buckeyes missed three of their eight, and it's been essentially a glorified exhibition season and not against strong competition, and they don't drop. He said, I guess I could channel George Orwell in Animal Farm. All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. No, no, he's 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 right on that. Ohio State has played one game without a bye week between. They've had two weeks to prepare for every opponent that they've played so far. Yes. You know, when they if they win their championship against Northwestern and they get led into the bowl season, the twelve games between their game and their first playoff game will be the shortest amount of time they will have had to prepare for any game outside of one all year. So, will they play? Isn't that crazy? But hold on, hold on. Insane? They played the first three games of the season, right? The first three all in a row against Nebraska, Penn State, and Rutgers. Then had a week canceled against okay, okay, Maryland. Okay, and then, but but I still your point. Still you get what I'm true. saying? Yes. After after Rutgers, they have they've had two weeks to prepare for everybody. Yes, they, they had two weeks to prepare for They will for have less time to prepare for whoever they play in the playoffs if they're let in than they will for for, for the last, what, four opponents, three opponents? Yeah. yeah. Last three opponents. Uh, let's season. see, Indiana, they had uh, two weeks. Uh, Michigan State, they had two weeks. Northwestern, they had two weeks. And now it will be uh, a little less than it'll two weeks. Tw- it'll be 12 days, 12 days between championship day and first playoff game. That's insane. So that, that's that's two days less than what they're used to. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to bet they're not going to be ready for that game because they're used to having two weeks to prepare. <laughs> it's so insane. It's The whole thing's just absurd. Just absurd. So, yeah, there there are several in the media that uh, that just, you know, keep riding you, along with you, this. I just, and, I'll never, I will never, ever, ever stand behind the concept of those who belong and those who don't. No, it we're just either make all sense. in this or we're not. We're either all playing the same sport or we're not. Yeah, yeah. You and can't say these people belong and these don't. It's I, just not allowed. No, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, you ready to get into this viewing guide? Yeah, it's fine. Let's jump into it. We'll start off with Friday night. And Friday, we've got several championship games. We've got the CUSA title game that starts at 6 p.m. Central Time, Guides Time Zone at CBS Sports Network, UAB, and Marshall. Have you seen that line is dropping? Yeah. Makes me wonder if there's something going on at Marshall. I haven't heard anything. I'm about to say, I don't think so. Like, I haven't seen anything at all, but... I still believe that Marshall is just a significantly better football team than UAB. I just don't, I can't see it. And the game is at Marshall. Yeah. So it's in Huntington, West Virginia. Um, you know, I, I think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, but I, I think Doc Holliday will have his boys ready. Uh, it, it'll be a fun coaching matchup. Bill Clark yes. and, and Doc Holliday are two of the best. Two great coaches, two defensive coaches. Like they, they see the world and they see the game very similarly. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Uh, the MAC championship game is 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Sorry, 6.30 p.m. Central on ESPN. Uh, Buffalo and Ball State. And this one's going to be on Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. It's kind of surprising that that the MAC of all places doesn't do on-campus uh, championship games. Like, it's always in Detroit. It's like... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's It's weird. I mean, are they spending money on that place? I think so, yeah. They got to be, right? They have to rent it out. Yeah. I, that That's strange to me that they would rent out a, a neutral site. Well, unless, like, maybe maybe Detroit, you know, personally requested it, and, like, they're actually paying the conference to host it. Like, yeah, maybe. I was about to say, that. that's the only way. Oh, no, if, they're, if somebody else is footing the bill, that's fine. But in a day and a time where Mac lost out on a ton of money, maybe more money than any other conference this year, then uh, – then, then I would I would say uh, you, you boys are going to play this at somewhere else in con. If you want to be neutral, that's fine. I'll find somebody who didn't make it to a championship game. That's kind of between you two. And as the conference, we will just make them host it. Yep, yep. So Buffalo, but we're not paying rent. We're not paying yeah, rent. We ain't paying place. rent on this thing. Uh, Buffalo, you know, it, they have been killing people this year, just yeah. destroying Ball State. I mean, they've covered you know a lot as a dog. But, uh, but this seems it, like it might be a little too tall of a task. But we'll see. We'll see. I think it's yeah. going to be an interesting game. Um, Nebraska and Rutgers going to make up a game. That's 6.30 p.m. Central Time on Big Ten Network. It's in Piscataway. I think this could get interesting, right? Because at Nebraska, like, I feel like they are still wanting to compete. They're just not very good. And and Rutgers isn't very good, but, like, they are super creative. Sean Gleason, the uh, uh, 
the offensive coordinator that came over from Oklahoma State, who was only there for a year, but he was at Princeton before that and runs like a really strange, like a bunch yep. of trick plays, all that. It's a fantastically fun offense, and and I think we're going to get to see some more fireworks from them. Hey, we didn't talk about this during the uh, during like the coaching chaos that, that went on. If you're Shiano at any point in time in life, would you ever consider taking the Vanderbilt job? Mm. Just to stick it in the ass of Tennessee. You know, that's yeah. I mean, obviously, Vandy's already got their coach. Uh, I got they got their coach now, but I I, I just have a suspicion that they're going to be looking for a coach in three or four years. Because I think it's a what he's doing there with hiring an unconventional OC, like that's what Vanderbilt should be doing. This yeah. is exactly how you should run Vandy, and you're in a much better city. No knock on the great state of New Jersey, but Nashville is way better, way better to live. I, yeah, I just, a, I, I just I like think that. you know what, I, I, I'm, a, and, I, and I'm curious what he makes. I bet he makes fine. I bet it would be a. a neutral pay outside of the fact that there are no state income taxes in the state of Tennessee. I think if I was Shiano, I I would now obviously he couldn't after one year at Rucker, but you know, if he's there for six, seven years at some point in time, you want to move on do something different. Like if Clark Lee doesn't work out at Vandy, I would, I would, I would keep one eye on Vanderbilt. If what he's doing is mildly successful, just to stick it in the ass of Tennessee. So you're talking about a man being incredibly petty and he, he is and he can be from what i understand he, so he is that guy so we'll we'll see we'll see anyway that, that i would be, like that move by the way i would i would i would uh i like that I hypothetical that was that was pretty good i like that i had not thought about that at all but that is I, something i did when you're talking about the 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 kind of offense that he's running there i thought man that's exactly what vanderbilt should be looking for yeah i mean, I mean really. it's exactly what because Rutgers you can't needed. compete with the other guys you're just never going to have the talent they have. He knows that at Rutgers. Same thing. And anyway, all right, we move yeah. on. Uh, the last one for Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time on Fox. It's in L.A. Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles. USC hosting Oregon. And from what so from maybe. what we have learned, yeah, maybe from, from what we have learned, uh, apparently Colorado has their equipment truck stuck somewhere in Utah that is yep. in between Boulder and L.A., Waiting for a call, so it's it's Thursday at about noon right now is when we're recording. Um, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen here? But I do know that the Pac-12 needs the money from their championship so badly that they are going to find a way to play this, whether it's Oregon and Colorado or USC in Colorado or USC in Oregon. They are going to find some way because Washington was originally the matchup, and they were sending everybody to LA just so that they have a matchup. Like that, they can put a Pac-12 title logo on. Yeah, that is insane. Um, USC, like nothing that they have done this season really is impressive. Uh, I mean, this is—they're going to give Clay Helton like an extension. Uh, I mean, you know, he—I don't know if we're going to ever talk about signing day or anything, but he—I mean, he brought in a really good class, and he seems to be doing well. I don't. I don't know what he's done to not deserve an extension. I think, so, the bad year that they had. My thing is this, okay, let's let his contract play out. Like, I never understand why you can't at least get a coach to, you know, two years on their contract. Yeah. Why, why do they always have to have four? 
I, I'll tell you this. I think the fan base was so done with him. Like, obviously, we are very far removed from that, but the fan yeah. base was so out on what he was doing. This season, like, there would have been multiple games where there would be nobody in the stands. They would have had to have opened with Alabama. They would have had to play Notre Dame. They didn't have to do those. Uh, just, it, it, like, they're not near national championship quality right now. That doesn't mean that Helton is a bad coach. No. However, it means that if the fan base and the boosters are out on you, um, and obviously the boosters aren't completely, but remember, they all, they had the FBI scandal. They had all this other stuff going on. Like, this is just a, a weird situation. Like, so the administrators that took over out there, the, you got to realize they the last two administrations – had FBI um, massive, massive scandals, not FBI scandals, but m- massive problems. Okay. You've got the, the, the Reggie Bush situation from the first administration. Then this administration has a whole FBI thing going on. I'm going to tell you that I think the new administration wants to run a clean, good program. I think the expectations have changed. I think the Pac-12 is realizing where they are in the pecking order that the American is better than them. Nobody can argue that. Just if you if you're going to argue the Pac-12 is better than the American, stop. You're going to make yourself sound like an idiot. Um, and uh, and and there's a world in which the Sun Belt's better than them. So, At but they still carry, is, but yeah. they still carry the cachet, okay, that the Pac-12 carries, and they know that. So beat the Pac-12. Yeah. Win your conference. No one's gonna no one's going to fire you for losing to national brand teams. If you lose to Ohio State, if you lose to Notre Dame, if you lose to, to Alabama, if you play big boy football outside of conference and you lose those games, nobody's taking anybody's job for that. Yeah, you, you keep you beating right. Oregon, you keep beating UCLA, you keep beating Arizona State, you keep winning Pac twelve titles, and and you're good. Yeah. Because I think this new administration is cleaning up a lot of problems. And it's really hard to fight a fight on a front where where you're, you know, you're not satisfied with winning your conference. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. The the best thing that, that Helton ever did uh for his own job was hiring Graham Harrell. Yes. Like a hundred percent. Well then now you just gotta keep him. And if yep. that means you end up paying Graham Harrell, you know, two and a half, three million dollars to make sure no small school takes him and he's only leaving for a power five job, then then that's what you got to do. You got to come up with that money. You are correct about that. Let's move into Saturday. Starting off 11 a.m. Central on Fox, Northwestern Ohio State, the Big Ten Championship game, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. This could be interesting hearing some uh, – there. there's internet fodder around that Ohio State is – like they've got a, a positive COVID test. We don't know exactly what it means. Uh, but who knows, and, and it may just be rumor, who knows, but there is talk, and it's not just from, you know, a couple of spots here and there, it's it's pretty widespread. Indiana wouldn't be able to play in place of Ohio State because they are dealing with COVID issues. Um, I don't know who would, and, and we're two days away from the game, so I don't know that we're actually no, going to. No, 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 yeah, we're just not going to play the game. We're just going to name Ohio State regular season champ. Five and zero, and then that's it. That's, that's what they would do. That is so insane. That's, you know exactly what they would do because yeah. they're not going to throw another team in there. If Indiana could play, they would probably try to throw Indiana in there because you got the justification of well, Ohio State beat them, so we don't have any argument there. 
they're not going to throw somebody else in and let Northwestern be, uh, uh, you know, uh, what would that make them? Nine and eight and one. They missed one game. They'd be no. They'd be well. If so, if Northwestern wins, they would be seven and one. seven and one. They missed one game. Yeah, because of COVID, and uh, and so yeah, they're not going to let them do that. They're I, I think they're just going to cancel it and say, well, we just have a regular season champ. We have one team that went undefeated, and that's our champion. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's uh, that's one way to do it. You know it. that's what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. They're already prepared to do it. Uh, by the way, to do great. anything they can to get Ohio State that title. And it might be the best thing for them to do is to not play the game so that, that they don't get upset. Um, by the way, while we're talking, just broke Indiana's Tom Allen named Big Ten Coach of the Year. And that's the right answer. I think I think that's probably right. So I would I would love to have seen Pat Fitzgerald get it, but no, Pat didn't it, earn it. But Pat Tom didn't earn it. Yeah, Tom. Is, well, I mean, if Pat Fitzgerald was undefeated right now, like yeah, but he's not. Michigan, he got their I, ass whooped. Agreed. Okay, they agreed. got their ass whooped by a bad football team. Yes, yes, Pat they did. doesn't deserve it. No, you're uh, you're right about that. So this uh, this Ohio State Northwestern game could be interesting. Um, we shall see. 11 a.m. Central Time, God's Time Zone on ESPN. A&M. My question is: Is let's let's say Ohio State does have a breakout and they got to play the game, and it's some high class uh, players in this breakout of the COVID. Are they going to change their twenty one day rules? Are they going to say, "Oh, these guys all have two negative tests. It's been you know five days since they've had any symptoms or whatever, so we're just going to let them play." Are we going to change rules again? Mm. Change a third rule? Because I will, I will say this: two so far. It's it's a little different to, to just hold on, hold on. It, it's it's just a little different to not play a Big Ten title game. I think that they would they would have to find a way to get Ohio State on the field somehow because the amount of no, money. I'm telling you, if these star players, these star players are asymptomatic and they get negative tests after their positive test, their rule has been 21 days. I don't give a shit about anything else. You pop positive, 21 days you're out. Are we going to change the 21-day rule again? Because they've changed two other rules to benefit Ohio State. I mean, they might come back in and and discuss, man, maybe. If Justin Fields is out of this game because of COVID, but he is completely asymptomatic and he can get two negative tests between now and Saturday. I swear before everything I know is right, good and holy. And you do too. They're going to change that damn rule. Yeah. They'll change it. They'll change it in a second. That is. Yeah. This is once you start compromising your morals, then you have no morals to compromise. Uh. We've got a report from Sports Illustrated, by the way. It just came out. Uh, Ohio State football dealing with more positive COVID-19 cases. Um, it sounds like they are going to be shorthanded again. Let's see. According to Jeff Snook, longtime respected journalist. Uh, let's see. The Buckeyes are dealing with some bad COVID news. Here's what he posted on his Facebook page. Bad news leaking from the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. At least one very prominent starter on offense and several others have tested positive and will miss the Big Ten title game against Northwestern. I will not release the names if the game would have to be canceled. It will not be rescheduled, and Ohio State's hopes for making the college football playoff probably would be gone. Um, let's see. Oh, Rick Neuheisel reporting that an OSU star wide receiver has tested positive. So that's, that would, that's the one I saw. That would be uh, Chris Olave or Garrett Wilson, one or the other. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the report I saw. I mean, this is – so their availability report for the Big Ten championship game – is supposed to be released tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. So, 
you know, I, who knows? Who knows? Uh, now, it came out roughly an hour before kickoff for the Michigan State game. So, obviously, the rules do not apply for Ohio State. But, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be weird. Um, if these guys test positive, they have to sit out 21 days. 21 days, per- that means if they, if they win and make the playoffs, they ain't going to round one either. Yeah, uh, it'd be January 7th, which is, that's 21 days from today. So, I mean, that's six days after the semifinals. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is so My insane. question is, is when do, once you start changing rules, when do you, rules just no longer matter. Eight weeks. This is why I don't like the precedent of changing rules. This is, I, I fought this. The whole time, I'm not saying Ohio State's not the best football team. I'm not saying they can't still get in the playoffs. They didn't meet the minimum requirements. They should not be allowed to play for the championship because we had a set of rules that we all agreed upon. Hey, another another breaking story, by the way, that just, just popped up on Sports Illustrated as I was clicking refresh. Tom Oz, or sorry, Tom Herman wants out of Austin. He wants out of Texas. Uh According to Gene Sapakoff of the Charleston Post and Courier in Charleston, oh, South Carolina, um, he was very interested in the South Carolina job, and now it sounds like his boys are calling Auburn. Hang on, wait a minute. He was interested in South Carolina, and South Carolina didn't hire him? So, South Carolina took uh, Shane Beamer instead of well, I know Hunter. who they took. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my, the mighty have fallen. This South is, Carolina uh, don't even want you. This is this is weird. This is weird. I don't know. Oh, man. come on, Auburn. Don't do it. Don't do it. You got Hugh right there in your pocket. Art Browse has already quit his job. The the Hugh Free stuff is strange, man. Did you see his so there was an Auburn fan that responded to some Twitter post about Auburn and Hugh Freeze and the play or the the whoever on Twitter uh said we don't want Hugh. And Hugh hey. Freeze actually responded and said good. Like, apparently, maybe he's not coming to Auburn. I don't know. None of this stuff makes any I'm a, sense. I, I told, I told you, I'm not going to say it on this air. I'm not going because I don't have that kind of confidence in myself, or well, not myself, the world, and how people react or respond to me. Um, and I'm a little self conscious about it. I told you who I would go get if they don't get Hugh. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember. I know who you're talking I'd about. I do it. I do it. And everybody who made fun, if I was the AD and actually had the decision, I'd make it with confidence. I'd make it with confidence. I'd stand beside him, and and I'd say, "This is our guy. This is our guy. I have vetted, and and this is our guy." The, and and I would do it. The problem at Auburn is the AD is not the one making the the decisions. So um, we have not talked at all. A and M in Tennessee. Is there any shot Tennessee's got in this game? No, didn't figure. Next one, <laughs> eleven a.m. Central Time on ABC. Oklahoma, Iowa State. Now this one could be interesting. Um, Iowa State took them down early in the season. Oklahoma's got some guys back and whatnot, but both of these teams have improved uh, quite a bit from the opening of the season when they played until now. If Iowa State had the upper hand then, why, other than name brand, why would Oklahoma be favored in this game? I don't know. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, it, but because of name brand, I, mean, I, I think it. that's it. I think that's the only thing. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but uh, but I, I like Iowa State a lot in that ball game. Florida State and Wake Forest, eleven a.m. Uh, on ACC Network, twelve thirty. We got FS One, Washington State, and Utah. That's a that's a strange time in a strange game. 
Uh, Air Force Army at 2 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Uh, that is for the uh, uh, Commander-in-Chief Trophy. Louisiana and Coastal. This is my favorite matchup of the weekend. Like yes. it, it, this, this will be on my main TV. Uh, even over Clemson Notre Dame. Oh I, yeah, I love these two coaches. I think it's going to be wildly entertaining. Um, they've already played once, and it was an insanely entertaining game. I I can't wait for this game. Um, who who you feel like has an upper hand here? I mean, I'm riding with Coastal. I think they've been the better football team from start to finish. I Louisiana's defense. I think it's insanely hard to beat a team twice. You oh, know it, that it definitely is. Yeah, I I think this is going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Speaking of fun, Ole Miss LSU. That one's on uh, SEC Network at the same time. Um, had, how much faith do you have in your boys uh, being able to to win this one at home? I'm just going to watch and enjoy. I, like, I don't know if they win. I, think I don't know if we can. I think it's fun. Like This is going to be a fun matchup. I think it's going to be a fun game, but I, I'm not I'm not worried about winning this game. That's a, I'm not. If we win it, we win it. If we lose it, we lose it. I'm not upset. That's a, that's a really healthy way to look at this. <laughs> no, I haven't been that way about a, long, a game in a long time. This game I am. I, I love what Lane's doing, and um, and and I'm excited to to see, you know, LSU had a hell of a recruiting class, and, and I think next year it's going to be just light years different. I think you're probably right. You're we need a quarterback. Right. Somebody's got to rise up to be the trigger man. Yeah. Uh, now, Max Johnson looked good last week. Can he do it again? Like, that's, that's the question. So well, he's gonna have to be a hell of a quarterback to outduel Lane and them boys. Matt Corral, right? Yeah. Missouri and Mississippi State from Starkville is on SEC Network alternate. Uh, Mike Leach, I've never heard a coach say about a recruiting class what he did. He said he can't, his first line was, "Well, a recruiting class is what it is." Yep. And he does not pull punches, man. No, nope. like, and Lane Kiffin retweeted him. It was like, I love this man. I love he just doesn't give a damn. No, he just he, he's trying he's to not coach a recruiter. Ball. He tells everybody that ever's hired him a day and is like, I am not gonna go kiss some 14-year-old kid's ass. I'm not gonna go kiss some 17-year-old kid's ass. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm not gonna go to junior college, a junior highs, and I'm not gonna go to high schools, and I'm not gonna kiss these kids' ass. I mean, it it makes sense. You wanna play in my system, you wanna play in my system. You want to throw the football over the place and have a good time? You want to catch the ball, run? You want to block for that kind of system? Come on. We want you here. But I am not going to sell me on you. Yeah. Like, I, I win. And you know that I yes. win. And if you want to come be a winner, I, come and on. I love that because that guy will never, ever, 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 ever get you in recruiting trouble. Like, the NCAA could dig for decades and find nothing because he is not <laughs> giving anybody anything. Now, you're right about that. I ain't you, giving you shit. Like if you want to come play, the boosters gave me two hundred thousand dollars to pay you. No, I put it in my pocket. You want to come to school? Come to school. Come to school. You want to play for a winner? You can come over here, and you will be developed. Like look yeah. at who I've got in the NFL. That's right. Like, I, period. I can teach you to throw the football. We will lead the, the world in yards, and and we will have a lot of fun doing it. You want to play in that system? Play in that system. You want to play defense for me? Come play defense for me. We're gonna put up a lot of points. You don't have to stop a lot of people. We have uh, we have talked a lot about Clemson Notre Dame. I'm not going to talk a lot here. It's 3 p.m. Central on ABC. Um, you know, it's a, a tickets to get in. Uh, the lowest ticket to get into Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, nine hundred seventy two dollars. Thousand bucks if you want to go watch the ball game. I wonder how many people that are letting in. Uh, it is like fifteen thousand, I think. That's why I wonder if that's oh, yeah. why it's oh, so it's expensive. A, it's a big part of it. 
for sure. Well, but then you also have Notre Dame in their first and only conference championship. Oh, yeah, that's a big part of it. That's a big part. Well, it's, so the same thing is going on for Alabama and Florida, uh, but tickets are like the get-in price in Atlanta is $210. Yeah, but Bama fans have seen their team win SEC title games a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like they're not. This is not something that Notre Dame fans have seen. And I wonder, like, if Florida had had beaten LSU, like I feel like this probably would have been closer to four or five hundred. Uh, I don't know. So I think there's a lot of Florida fans that that just got rid of their tickets. Like we're not. Going I also there. think if I was one of these conferences and I had any school in the state of Florida, I would have my. I would just move my conference title game to the state of Florida. And yeah. I'd sell it out. Yeah, just sell that sell that bad boy out. The gov- the governor has said you can do whatever you want. So it's up to the owners of the facilities to put limits on there. And I'd say, you know what? We've come this far. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Camp Randall is hosting Wisconsin and Minnesota. Is that going to be a ball- like a, a decent ball game? Uh, I would no. I think Minnesota's <laughs> been crushed with the COVID. They have, but man, they they beat Nebraska they last week. Are they healthy? Probably not. I mean, they, they had like 30 guys out last week. I was just about won. to say, man. So, and Wisconsin hadn't exactly shown me anything. No, they haven't. They, hang on. They beat up bad teams, and they struggle against good teams. And I, I, tell, I don't know show what, me Wisconsin's a good team, or, or uh, Minnesota's a good team, and I'll I'll give you all the credence in the world. Minnesota, I do not think Minnesota's a good team. Minnesota feels very Tulane-ish and very uh, Air Force-ish. Like, yeah, yeah, but the problem is, is they're Tulane-ish with half their team not playing. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a, that's a strange one. Strange one. Uh, Three fifteen p.m. Central Time on Fox. That's big Fox. You got Boise State and San Jose State. So San Jose yeah. State hosting the Mountain West Conference title game. We talked about this multiple times about how goofy this is that they are hosting the Mountain West title game. Thanks uh, to the proper leadership of the state of California. Oh yes, they are hosting it in Las Vegas on New Mexico's home field. Why the hell is New Mexico playing there? Uh, because they can't play in their own state. Because of their leadership, too? Yeah. These people are just morons. <laughs> just Illinois, morons. Illinois playing at Penn State, uh, first game without Lovey Smith. It's, I was about uh, to say, who's coaching that game? Um, I don't even know who the interim coach is. I, got, I, got I, don't, I, I, don't, I didn't see them name one. Um, I mean, I'm sure they have. I'm sure one of the coordinators are taking it, but. Uh, let's see. Who takes that job, Gary? Man, so if I've I've heard Jeff Munkin and I've also heard um, Lance Leopold. So, so so Munkin's just going to be thrown up for every one of these jobs where hey we suck at football but we have to play people who are good at football. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, um, that's got to be a shit job. So like that that literally was my career when I was in the corporate world. Was everything I was really really good at were all things that I hated. Yes, like yes. I was. I was real good at fixing a lot of the problems these companies had and I loathed every minute of it, but it was something I was good at. And it was just like, man, why can't I be good at something I enjoy? Like this, this going to work sucks, but I'm an, I'm, I was a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I bet that does suck. Absolutely. Going there. The potential candidates that are listed by the way, uh, include Lance Leipold from Buffalo Army's yeah. Jeff Munkin, Kent State, Sean Lewis, uh, New York Giants assistant coach Brett Bielema, uh, Nevada's Jay Norvell, Toledo's Jason Candle, Tulane's Willie Fritz, and several coordinators, including uh, Wisconsin defensive coordinator Jim Leonard. I wonder if Brett could do a good job there. I bet he could. I mean, it, it's so it's in the West, right? And, yeah. and you don't have like some massive brand. 
that you got to compete against, like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. Like the West is pretty winnable. So I don't even know that you have to win it if you're if you're Illinois. No, 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 you don't. You just got to compete. Yeah, you just got to compete there. So yeah, um, there is not a they. I mean, there's nothing listed about who the interim is. Hmm. Not one thing. Maybe they didn't name one. Maybe the AD's doing it. That's what I think should happen. I'm not paying somebody else to do a job after the guy fired. I'm just going to go step in and do that job. The AD just show up and coach against Penn State. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right. Uh, 6 p.m. Stanford UCLA. That's on ESPN. It's in the Rose Bowl. Um, yeah, did you see they're talking about taking the Rose Bowl out of uh, out of Pasadena? Like the, the playoff should. game? And they rightfully so, should. I, th- I think they're going to move it to uh, AT&T Stadium down in Dallas. But- Hell yes, let's do that. Let's do that. It doesn't make any sense. Stop calling it the granddaddy of them all. And let's let's move it. Let's just move it. Let's just destroy all historical inaccuracies of it. I'm a I'm a fan of that. Michigan State at Maryland. That one could be interesting. Um, That's 6:30 p.m. on BTN. That's a Big Ten Network. Alabama, Florida, 7 p.m. on CBS. Uh, I mean, we we know enough about that one. SEC title game. The AAC title game. Cincinnati hosting Tulsa. That's on ABC. So, big-time broadcast network. Uh, are they going to have Kirk out there for that one? I guess they are. That, uh, 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 Herbie and Fowler. I'm, I'm going to tell you, if Herbie and Fowler go out there and they start spewing the ESPN propaganda machine, I'm going to be furious during this game. Oh, you know what? They're not. They're not. Because I, I forgot. Clemson-Notre Dame is on ABC. That's where they'll be. That's 100% where they'll be. So, oh, yeah. So, but either way, uh, I mean, who knows? Uh, who's going to be calling that game? I would guess Joe Tessitore. So I was about and, to say, Joe Tess got it. He's got to be the next guy up. Yeah, unless I would imagine they're doing that rather than because Oklahoma Iowa State is on ABC. I don't know who would be calling this game, man. I'm going to get it's Joe Tess. It's Joe Tess. I hope so. I hope you're right. Uh, and then finally, last game of the night, the only Pac 12 after dark game, 9 30 p.m. Central on ESPN, Arizona State and Oregon State. Um, that could be fun. I mean, I guess that could be fun. So I'm 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 going to be interested in it. Uh, that's I mean we will definitely be watching it because I mean it's the last regular season game of the year, so we'll be all over that one. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, most who gain this week. I will go ahead and start us off. I'm going to roll with Iowa State. First conference title since 1912 if they beat Oklahoma that is a massive, massive thing. It's a massive recruiting tool. It's massive for Matt Campbell. It's massive for the school. Um, it could, I mean, maybe they work their way into a playoff conversation if chaos ensues. But, like, they're ranked number six. They hadn't won a conference title since 1912. I think that's a massive thing. I've got another one here, um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and let you, uh, let you try, uh, dive in. Excuse me. Well, I got one better than that. They haven't won a conference title since when? Uh, 1912. 1912. That's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. I don't think Notre Dame has ever won a conference title game. <laughs> I think they joined a conference for one year. I think they win a conference title, and I think they throw middle fingers to the air. They grab their crotch at everybody and say, please stop telling us we need to join a conference. We joined it. We whipped everybody's ass, and then we jumped out. Okay? We took down one of the dynasties in college football. Twice in the so, same year. So – 
please stop telling us what we need to do because we are better than you. That's what I want to see. That's what I hope happens. And I think that's who has the most to gain. I, I also put Buffalo on there just because they've never had an undefeated season. Um, that's ridiculous. But, you know. They've never had an undefeated season because they usually get paid a million and a half dollars to go get the shit kicked out of them by somebody. Oh, I know. I know. That's that's, not, but that's not, they've never not dominated the Lance Leopold has not lost a a Mac game in a couple of years, right? No, they went like seven and five last year. Did they really? Yeah. They, they were really good two years before that. And they lost the Mac title game when they were 10 and two. That was, so that was the game they were undefeated in conference, but they lost the title game. Yep. Lost to yeah. Northern. So Northern. yeah, I was gonna say they they've had seasons where they won all the MAC games. Yeah, I I know I was I was grasping for straws because I don't want to say like Notre know, Dame. I, Notre Dame's the answer. Well, yeah, it just seems so obvious. They finally take that. Everyone says, "Well, you'll never beat Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. You'll never." So Notre Dame's good, but they're never gonna beat these schools, and they need to join the conference. Well, a, we joined the a, conference. We beat one of the granddaddies, the one of the big boys, one of the bullies. We beat them twice. We beat them without their star. We beat them with their star. Now we took their trophy. We're gonna take all their TV money. Then we're gonna take our ass back home. I guess instead of Buffalo, I probably could have also said Coastal. I don't know that they have anything to gain because no one's going to give them any credit for winning this game. Oh, you beat a team you already beat. Congratulations. Well, but if so, if now, they win, now that on. team you beat is a two loss team, that's exactly what people are going to say. Yeah. Oh, well, they got two losses. How good are they? They so, drop them out of the top 25. Coastal would be 12 and 0. And if Cincinnati were to get beat by Tulsa, then Coastal would be the G5 representative. Yeah, but so, they need something else to happen, so that's why that doesn't matter to me. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, either Iowa State or Oklahoma, more than likely Oklahoma would be your best option to move them out of the top ten. So you move Oklahoma out of the top ten, you get, uh, let's see, who else do we need beat? We need number 11 beat, who is, uh, uh, number is not playing this week. That's great. Uh, what are our rankings? God bless. This is just then, then guess what? They'll um, never jump them. Whoever right, so it is, they ain't jumping them. They won't beat. They won't jump Indiana. Georgia's not playing, so they're not going to jump them. Florida. No. Florida's number seven, but are they really going to drop that far if they lose to Alabama? Nope. <sighs> That's the problem, they, they Garrett. Need, they need That's Cincinnati. the problem. We've yeah. we've already set this thing up. While we were at home sleeping, they all made deals. That's just ridiculous. They all made deals, and you know what that deal is? They're going to take that little guy, and they're going to fuck him. The most to lose. Um, I have got Ohio State listed here um, because it's it's really like playoff or bust, right? Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing. And then I've also got Clemson um, because you've been talking about the a- ACC being a good conference. You've been yeah. trying to shout that forever. If Notre Dame comes in and beats you twice – with your starting quarterback, without your starting quarterback, with your defensive starters, without them, uh, if you get beat twice by yep. this team, um, it, it ain't no, going to settle. That's well. my answer. My answer is Clemson. Yeah. I know I'm sticking on the same game, but that's the truth. That's the team that has the most to lose. They have the most to lose for all the conferences fighting for power. But if Clemson is no longer the big bad bully on the beach and Notre Dame is not in your conference, guess what? The American's better than the ACC, too, which means the American, if we're going to talk a top five, a a power five, the American is better than three of your power five conferences. And that's a conference that can grab their crotch and throw the middle finger at folks, too. That's true. 
Um, because without Clemson, the ACC ain't shit. Yeah, it's it's literally nothing. Like there's there's nothing there. You know, we can talk about North Carolina, we can talk about Miami or whatever, but like those two have proven what they are. Well, so. and here's the problem, okay? We've we've already set up the narrative to where it doesn't even matter. So let's say Cincinnati wins. Let's say Cincinnati gets into the the New Year's Six Bowl, and let's say everybody is projecting them to play uh, Georgia, and let's say they go in and they beat Georgia. Okay, we've already built in an excuse. Well, Georgia doesn't want to be there. Georgia doesn't care. We do this all the time. Years ago, Utah went in and and into a Sugar Bowl and beat Alabama, Urban Meyer. And, and guess what? Everyone said, well, Alabama didn't want to be there. So well, we didn't give Utah any credit for winning that football game. That was, and then UCF went in the year they went undefeated and beat the hell out of Auburn. And everyone said, oh, well, Auburn didn't really want to be there. So they weren't trying. And every time the little guy beats somebody, Boise State goes in to, to a Fiesta Bowl. They beat Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma really didn't want to be there. They were all upset that they missed out on the national champion. And so they didn't really want to be there. But so we already have a built-in excuse for if the little guy ever beats the big guy. Now you you got a you got a point there. Uh, that Utah team was actually Kyle Whittingham's first team. Well, whatever. Who gives a fuck? You know what the hell I'm talking I know what, about. I, Jesus, I know, I know, you but, always you always nitpick the shit out of things that don't even matter. Yeah, but you brought up Urban Meyer. Like Who Urban cares? was already. It doesn't matter. The reason Alabama was in that game to begin with is because they lost to Urban Meyer. All right, fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Urban Alabama got beat by Utah, and everyone said, "Well, it doesn't matter." Yeah, no, Utah you're, still you're right. doesn't belong. You're right. Utah did go undefeated that year, so yeah. they they did get a uh, a Pac-12 berth out of that. So they, well, they got yeah, added to the a Pac-12 came. But we shouldn't have to absorb them. You shouldn't have to invite them in with the big boys just because you finally earned your way in to 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 play with us. No, yeah. they no. had a magical season. They should be season. able to play on their own and prove they're better than you. Yeah, I, okay. I have I, eyes. I watch these games. I think they're better than you. And, and they proved it those years, so for sure. Uh, moving on, last topic, the best G5 game of the weekend, and there are multiple options here. Um, I So my first thing to write down was Coastal in Louisiana. I yeah, think that's, that's the, the best, best one. game of the weekend, not G5 or not. I mean, I, I think it is. I think it is. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's the closest spread. It's like I think it's going to be a fantastic I mean, we've only got game. three options here, right? Um, So Coastal in Louisiana, you got Cincy and Tulsa. That's and that's option two. The other one would be is what UAB Marshall. Yeah, or yeah, I think so because that that's a pretty short spread now. Um, yeah, but I just I think Marshall is so much better, and it's kind of the same thing with Buffalo and Ball State, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, no, Buffalo and Ball State's not going to be close. See, I don't think you, Marshall UAB is going to be close. It's going to be closer. Uh, it's going to be closer in Buffalo Ball State. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So, so the two there are two answers: Cincy and Tulsa. Now, it, it, but we both agreed that if Cincy, but shows here's the up, thing: is I don't think that game's going to be close either. By the way, I, so I see it different than everybody else. I think that's going to be one horse running away from the other horse. Is there anything to be said about Air Force and Army? So it it it's got an important trophy that matters. <laughs> the problem is, yes, actually, that I bet that game is going to be close. I bet that's going to be a quote unquote good game. Here's the downside. It's going to be real bad to watch. Yeah, it, like, it'll be ugly. It, like, at least we get the pageantry with Army-Navy. For some reason, when Air Force plays, nobody brings any pageantry. No one cares about the Air Force-Navy game. Nobody cares about the Air Force. Air Force needs to step up the pageantry. Hey, I'll tell you this. Army, uh, Jeff Munkin, 
fired up about Air Force canceling on them earlier in the season. Yep. Um, and he talked a lot of trash, man. There's <laughs> there's a storyline for that because he was like, they just don't want to play us. Like he was very adamant. Well, that was when Army was blowing folks out. Yep. Remember that? Oh yeah. Because they were beating the hell out of people. I mean, they're, they're those still first doing what it. three weeks of the season, they were beating the hell out of people. Yeah, no, they were definitely doing that. Um, it was like forty was, something to nothing game. It was still a couple of weeks after they had already gotten beat by Cincinnati, but like, it, still, he talked a lot of trash. And and That's we good. know, I like it. Troy Calhoun, man, Air Force's coach, like he he can talk a little <laughs> bit too. Like these are two fiery coaches. This could be a lot of fun. I just wish they played fiery football. Watching <laughs> watching two teams that are going to run boring football but really hate each other is not a lot of fun. It's a, you you got a point. It's you not a lot of fun. No. Now you you give me some pageantry. You give me a little misty eye with some stories and and all of the things that the Army Navy game gets you. Then then I'm in. Even I'm in on the bad football. I'm still in. <laughs> Why is it that Navy uh, Air Force don't have any like any spunk to them? Any pizzazz? If listen, they got more money than the other ones. They're smarter than everybody else. You let these two dum dums outperform you? I wish I knew. I wish Come I on, knew. Air Force. You're supposed to be the smart ones. You should be out thinking these guys. You should be able to be way more creative. Yes. Give yes. me something. And maybe they have it, and and I'm just dumb dumb, and I haven't. Well, they're they're just all the way on the West Coast. Maybe we just don't. Maybe we just don't pay attention. That's not but true. It, we pay attention to a lot on the West Coast. I mean, we watch a lot of football, Gary. Yeah, we do. We do. But my missus, are we going to get cool uniforms like the Army Navy? You like the like? I, and maybe they do. And I'm just no. my dumb ass hadn't paid attention. No, no, no. It, this this will be typical standard uniforms. No, see, come on, Under Armour and Under Armour, the sponsor of all three of those guys. I think so. Yeah. Come on, come on, UA. Let's go. Like, give me something. Let's do something special. Give me something to work with here, baby. Let me let me let all three <laughs> of these games be important. Yeah, I'd be good with that. And and they they are important, but it's some are just no a one of more one of the three is important. One, one of them is important. One, and the two other two that involve Air Force, it's like Air Force is the bastard child of all of them. Pretty much. That's crazy. Come on, That's Air Force, crazy. step up your game. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Uh, I think I think we're good. I think we wrapped up. We went through the entire weekend in less than an hour. I feel pretty good. How about all you? Right. You feel all right? I'm fine. Let's get out of here. Is there anything else we need to cover? No. <laughs> all right. Head over to winningcureseverything.com. You can find everything you need to know over there, where to subscribe, where to watch the show, all that wonderful stuff. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you are subscribed. Leave a nice five-star review. We would certainly appreciate that. Share the show out. Tell your friends about it. Catch up with us Saturday morning on the SBR YouTube page. You can just go search SBR Picks over there. Sportsbookreview.com is the site, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. That is the site where you can get all of our college football gambling content. We've got our articles up already. Go and check it out, of course. Uh, share the show, tell your friends, all that wonderful stuff. Um, I think that's it. So take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully we cash some tickets this weekend. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.